Welcome back for one last time to the Week 17 Waiver Wire Preview Show. As always, for this most accurate podcast, I'm your host, John Daigle, here to preview the Week 17 Waiver Wire column. No drop list this week since we are going for one more win, and that's it. But playoff motivation, some milestones that other players are chasing, and much, much more included in this week's waiver wire column, as always, on 444.com. But before we begin, reminder, this episode is brought to you by our good friends at Sleeper, one of the fastest-growing, customizable fantasy football platforms in the industry. And when I go to my team on Sleeper and click that plus sign over the football helmet to add a player, I want to pick up the waiver wire edition of the week in Jahan Dotson. Because remember... We talked about Jahan Dotson a little bit and was skeptical of his usage ahead of a terrible matchup for the Washington against the 49ers. Heading into that game, Dotson had scored six touchdowns on only 23 catches all year, which had accounted for 43% of his total fantasy points. But now we have a much larger sample. And look at his last three games. Whereas Dotson didn't record a 20% target share in any game through week 12, his last three contests, 21.9% of Washington's targets, 20.6%. And then, of course, a season-high mark, 26.4% from both Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz. And that latter note from Carson Wentz is important because we've already seen the usage play out. Remember, Terry McLaurin was forgotten about from Carson Wentz earlier this year. Only saw 20% of Washington's targets and one of six starts that he made with Wentz earlier. And now Wentz likely under center for the next two games since Washington can still make the playoffs by winning out. So instead, now that there's a quarterback change for the commanders, I want to instead depend on the trustworthy suddenly opportunity that Jahan Dotson has. If Dotson is no longer available, though, the sleeper of the week on sleeper is none other than Hassan Haskins. And you might be asking, why Hassan Haskins and who does he even play for? And you're going to find out on Thursday night because the winner of the Titans Jaguars in week 18, yes, week 18, not 17, wins the AFC South. And week 17 contest on Thursday night between the Titans and Cowboys is completely meaningless. Win or lose does not matter at all to the Titans. And not only was Derrick Henry DMP on Monday with a hip injury, but as NFL Network's Ian Rappaport ominously pointed out, the last time the Titans were in this situation in 2019, with a game having zero impact on the standings against the Saints, the Titans just rested Derrick Henry. And so if this game means absolutely nothing for the AFC South winner in Week 18, why don't they just rest him again? And I fear that's what we're going to see in the championship round. Hassan Haskins has out-touched Julius Chestnut 5-0 to over the last two games. Obviously, not many running backs get the ball behind Derrick Henry as long as he's healthy. So I think we see Haskins step in on Thursday night as a touch-based RB3 or 4 in place of Derrick Henry. Remember, head to sleeper.com or download the latest app today. Let's get in to Tyler Algier, because 
Algiers' share of backfield touches without Caleb Huntley, who suffered an Achilles injury the past two games, has increased weekly. 48.5% of Atlanta's backfield touches two weeks ago and 61% a season-high mark this past game. That's important because, remember, Algier had not handled more than 11 touches in any game alongside Cordero Patterson earlier this year whenever Huntley was also available because it was a three-headed backfield. But now the last two games, with it only being two players involved and Avery Williams to a lesser extent as the team's fraudulent third back, Algier has instead recorded 17 touches and 22 touches. And now he gets a favorable matchup in week 17. So I want to be ahead of Algier, and I am more than comfortable starting him as an RB2 for the playoff championship round. Let's speak on the Packers and Romeo Dobbs for a minute because I will dive into playoff implications for the surviving teams later in the show. But right now, Christian Watson, we know, is day-to-day with an injury. And the Packers are still fighting for their life. Have to win out in their last two games against the Vikings and the Lions, both at home, favorable for the Packers and Lambeau, and also need Washington to lose one of their next two games in order to slip in as the final NFC wildcard spot. And that's more than plausible. But more importantly, we need to be ahead of Romeo Dobbs just in case Watson is injured. Since Dobbs came off the bench this past week, ended up with the second most route run on the team and a 15.5% target share off the bench. And the Vikings, of course, since week eight, the second half of the season, this terrible passing defense is bottom six in the league and most yards per attempt and explosive passing rate of 10 plus yards allowed. So if Christian Watson is out and Romeo Dobbs is in for a Packers offense fighting for their playoff life, it is a terrific matchup to get on top of Dobbs as a wide receiver three or four for the matchup for week 17. I want to instead drop a player as well here because not only have we seen Malik Willis this year complete just 50% of his passes, no touchdowns through the air, three interceptions, and take a sack on an abysmal seven and a half of dropbacks. Yes, one sack for every seven and a half dropbacks for Malik Willis this year. But also we saw once Traylon Burks returning this past week, the Titans then went back to 11 personnel and removed Chig Conquil, our worst fear, from the offense altogether. Conquil played 46% of snaps, had a 41% route rate. Whereas, remember, he was running a route on 56% of dropbacks without Traylon Burks the last three weeks. And then, of course, only an 8.5% target share. So with Malik Willis under center, with their primary personnel being three wide receiver sets, you can feel free to move on from both Chickaconquo and Traylon Burks, assuming that there will be no production through the air for the Week 17 championship game. And finally, I promised some motivation in place of deep cuts. And that's because with Derrick Henry may be out this week, you may start panicking and concerned over your other potential starters. But I will tell you, there are enough playoff seeding games going around this week, enough teams fighting for their life, that you should not be overly concerned. The Patriots, for example, clinched the AFC wildcard spot with back-to-back wins. And this week, get what's appearing to be a Teddy Bridgewater-led Dolphins offense. So the Patriots, fighting for their life, playing everyone, and 
Teddy Bridgewater and the Dolphins playing everyone, which also seems significant for shallower leagues if Jeff Wilson's out there considering he outsnapped and ran more routes than Raheem Mostert in his first game back from injury. The Jets and Mike White are also trying to sneak in with consecutive wins and also need one Patriots loss to lock up the final AFC wildcard spot. And of course, it's a great matchup for Mike White off waivers because this Seahawks defense has crumbled for 27.5 points per game and the fourth highest passing touchdown rate since week 12. Mike White, very live if you're desperate for a starting quarterback in week 17. The Giants are still fighting and they clinch a postseason berth with a win over the Colts this week. The Commanders, as we already talked about, with Carson Wentz and Jahan Dotson, do clinch a berth as well with back-to-back wins. So we'll see what happens with the Commanders. And for the NFC, the Bucks and the Panthers play this week to practically decide the NFC South. We've seen Sam Darnold in his four starts not only turn over a free and not losing a fumble or throwing a single pick in that time, but more importantly, wherever Chuba Hubbard is still on waivers, since Deontay Foreman is rostered in over 50% of Yahoo leagues, remember this Panthers offense with Sam Darnold in the center is averaging 32 and a half running back carries per game and are now fighting to take down the division against a woeful Bucks team that is averaging as many yards per play, five, as the Broncos and sit 28th in points per game as an absolutely miserable offense. The Panthers are live to be in the playoffs. And finally, the Bengals for the AFC, if they lose to the Bills on Monday night, it all comes down to Week 18. Because if the Bengals lose, no matter what happens with the Ravens against the Steelers on Sunday night, the AFC North will then be decided in Week 18, likely to be flexed to the Sunday night game. So the Bengals and Ravens, also two teams that are leaving it all out for everyone in the fantasy championship round in week 17, certainly. Reminder, we'll be back also for one more preview show. Week 17, getting ahead of everything with myself, John Paulson, and Sam Hoppin, Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern. But until then, good luck this week. And remember, be a little bit kind of what's required. We'll see you then.